the FCS college football experience week nine preview and picks episode on the sports gambling podcast network is brought to you by underdog fantasy underdog has just added pick them scorchers where you can win a hundred times the amount of money you enter. That's right. Turn $5 into 500 in just one game. Plus every single Sunday, they're giving away a hundred thousand dollars. Use the promo code SGPN at underdog fantasy for a hundred percent deposit bonus up to $500. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use that promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Plus, the NBA is back, and so is the NBA Gambling Podcast. To celebrate, we're giving away an NBA Gambling Podcast hoodie. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash NBA dog for all the details. Once again, that's uh sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash NBA dog for all of those details. And remember as always folks to let it ride. Hey everybody. Joe Theismann here. You're listening to S G P N. So do this. Let it ride. Yes, yes, yes. Woo! Welcome. Welcome to the FCS College Football Experience. Week 9 preview and picks. Oh. Yes, from the B Studio here if you're watching on uh, youtube.com/slash the college experience. Um, but yeah, but we have a uh, a loaded slate right now, including a couple games going on right now. CBS Sports Network's got the fucking Long Island Sharks against Central Connecticut State. Hope you're tuning in, and uh, we're about to go live with uh, South Carolina State, North Carolina Central. Two games going on, a lot of fun. Uh, perhaps you're wondering who the hell you're listening to. My name is Colby Swinging Database Dan, aka Pick Don D. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I'm probably drinking too much and celebrating too much and not sleeping. I would have killed a normal man, but nah, nah, that's gone. The medical advice I got from that was, was like being hit by lightning. Pretend it never happened and get on with your life. Yes. Another fantastic week upon us, folks. And uh, yeah, I'm excited to bring it to you. Uh, some real good games, good matchups here. Uh, that maybe, maybe one of the sleepiest, sneakiest, best weeks of the season. So, uh, excited to break it down all with you every single game. Like we do each and every week. I am joined by my co-host. They call this guy the Gulf coast guru. He's down there on the Gulf of Mexico. I'm sure you saw the art he's in power boats with shit being, you know, towed behind them, inner tubes, all that shit. He's got, he's been parasailing five times in the past 24 hours. All right. Give it up for Mike Rose, AKA the Gulf coast guru. How you doing brother? 
Hey, yo, what is up, man? In true Florida man fashion, I was out there. Shirt, sandals, no pants. That's how Florida man does it. I found myself a fucking shock, and I was about to bring him home for dinner, right? And he told me, take Sharks minus two. Long Island tonight, I'm already on it. They scored 7-7. We're tied up. We're taking down the real Blue Devils. It's cool. What's up, man? Let's go. I mean, look, I threw some money on the fucking Sharks, too. CBS Sports, you know, what's better than a Thursday afternoon having some fucking money on the Sharks? Uh, Look, um, we got a great slate. I mean, I, I... do you have a lean? I know the game kicks in 11 minutes, but South Carolina state, North Carolina central central's land 14 and a half. I'm seeing. I got it. Uh, 13 and a half. Okay. The hook kind of scares me, but I, I think I'm still going central man, much better team. They're in kind of a sleepy part of their schedule, which worries me. But, uh, yeah, I, I think you still got to go central. That team got, they got mojo right now. So you got the buddy pew angle. South Carolina's legendary South Carolina state's legendary coach retiring at the end of the year. They found a couple wins recently, a little momentum, but at the same time they beat central a year ago. These both these teams won the black national championship over the past two years. Uh, but I think the fact it's in Durham Davis, Richard slept on quarterback. One of the most underrated, I think in all of the FCS. Uh, and I think, I think that they have a chip on their shoulder from losing this game a year ago. I think they get it down against buddy Pew. 13 and a half, obviously better than 14 and a half, but I, I'm going to lay, I'm going to lay both. I don't think South Carolina state's that good this year, despite them getting better. Cause that's what buddy Pew teams do throughout the season. Uh, I will lay the points with the Eagles in Durham. So there is that Friday. We have a heater of a game that goes back to the 1800s Penn hosting Brown. Um, bit surprised at this line, mainly Penn's lay at nine. I mean, the I in the Ivy, I feel like anytime you get over a touchdown, it's pretty wild, unless it's like Columbia historically, at least since we've been doing this pod. Uh, I know Brown got beat down by Jameson Wang and Cornell uh, last week. However, I can't help but think back about the other games I saw Brown play with Wilcox. Jake Wilcox at the quarterback spot was very impressed with them. Uh, I think you got to take the points at Brown. Even if they lose, I think they're available to to win on the line, you know, on the money line there at one of the best stadiums in the nation to catch a college football game, Franklin Field. In my opinion, we should be playing the the college football, you know, in my opinion, like the 14 playoff or the FCS national championship should be happening. Franklin Field is fantastic. Uh, what are you doing here in this matchup? Yeah, man, I kind of second everything he just said. And uh, this one's honestly, it's borderline lock for me. I mean, you got to think of the angle too. that Penn's coming off that big win uh, over there in the Yale bowl, which is, which is big, but I don't know how much Ivy league kids really party after. I don't know if they, they go to secret uh, sex cults or if they like <laughs> just study harder after a big win. I don't really know what goes on at the, the skull and bones and all that, but uh, uh, I, I always fade a team off a big win like that. So I'm going to take the nine points pretty easy borderline lock. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I always feel like if you and Brown used to be kind of on auto fade, but they look good this year. I know they're three and three, but I've been I've watched you know a lot of their games this year. I feel like they're a better team than even three and three represents. So uh, there is that. Let's hop into Saturday's action. But before we do that, I want to tell you folks out there that the FCS College Football Experience is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Look, Underdog has just introduced Scorchers. Go five for five and pick up Scorchers and enjoy a spicy hundred times payout. And for a limited time, Underdog's extended their first deposit bonus up to five hundred dollars. 
they're giving away a hundred grand every Sunday. Yes, on Underdog Fantasy, ten lucky players will receive ten thousand dollars each. Whew. Look, we just talked about a live dog, the Brown Bears. Friday night Ivy League action. Get on in. Uh, so watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little extra cash over at Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to $500. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. We're also brought to you by the NBA uh, Underdog Contest. Yeah, the NBA is back, and to celebrate, we're giving away an NBA gambling podcast hoodie. Head over to uh, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash NBA dog to submit a screenshot of you playing NBA underdog using our promo code SGPN and one random winner will get a S- uh, an SGPN NBA gambling podcast hoodie. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash NBA dog. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash NBA dog. Open it up. Open it up. The week nine slate. Back on the college football experience, the FCS college football experience, week nine preview and picks. Golf Coast Guru and Pick Dundee here live. And uh, hopefully, you're watching on YouTube, youtube.com slash the uh, college experience. Subscribe, tell a friend. Also, folks, if you can hop on over to iTunes, type in or, or, or Spotify, but I, you know, type in FCS college football experience into that search engine. And if you can give, leave us a five star review, we'd certainly appreciate it. Um, let's go to the Yale bowl. So starting nine and eight, we're going to go chronologically time-wise uh, 9am Columbia, the lions heading down to new Haven to take on uh, Yale. Now this is one that was, it was a 41 to 16 game a year ago. Yale beat their ass. Columbia has looked better this year, even though they're two and four, I think they look better than last year, despite the coaching change and everything that went, went, you know, crazy this off season. Yale's laying 13 and a half points. Here's my angle here though. Yale just lost to Penn by 10. I normally hate laying double digits in an Ivy league game, but I'm going to do it here. I'm laying the 13 and a half. I think they're trying to bait you into this. Uh, give me like a uh, 31 17 final. Mike, what are you doing here at the Yale bowl? Yeah, I mean, Columbia has been a, a little bit of a hard team to figure out so far this year. The lines seem like they're all over the place. This one feels about right to me. I think Yale, like you said, big bounce back spot. Columbia also second leg of a back-to-back road stretch. So I think it's a pretty good setup for Yale to take care of business in this one. I'm going to lay the points. Yeah, yeah. I just feel like it's the right side of it. Stonehill taking on Wagner. Oh, boy, the vacuum company. Uh, look, I ate a big old bag of shit on Wagner last week. So I'm mad. I'm mad, but uh, they have been better this year. Two and five is an improvement to last year where they lost this matchup 50 to 10 last year, 50 to 10. Uh, you look at this one, Stonehill's only laying four and a half. I'm laying the four and a half. I, I, I can't go back on the vacuum company after last week's performance. This is on the NEC front row app free to download. Anyone can watch this. What are you doing here? Yeah, I mean, Stonehill is clearly the much better team here. Uh, Central Connecticut State, uh, Stonehill beat them by three. And I, if I remember right, that's who handled business with Wagner last week, isn't it? So uh, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to lay the four and a half here with Stonehill. Just going comparatively speaking, should be a, should be a good spot for him. Yeah. Duquesne is taking on Sacred Heart. Uh, Sacred Heart announced, what, earlier this, this week that them and Mary Mac leaving the NEC. Duquesne though, in the driver's seat after beating the red flash 
seem like they are the ones eyeing a uh, FCS auto bid out of the, out of the NEC. Uh, they can't, they can't trip here. They only won by seven a year ago against, against sacred heart. Uh, four and three is what the Dukes are. But remember they had two, what I think it was at coastal Carolina at West Virginia. So two of those losses to, to FBS schools. Um, however, it is, a, it is a, you know, your sacred heart team. Could they cover the eight and a half? No, I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm taking Duquesne. What are you doing? Yeah, man. I, I said it earlier and I'm sticking to it. Sacred heart. I'm done with them. I'm over it. They're the hospital from scrubs. That's the only one I know I'm done with this team. I'm laying the points with Duquesne. Let's go. Dukes might, might make it back to the FCS playoffs. Let's it's a huge game there. They got to continue to take care of business. Tennessee tech is taking on is heading to Pennsylvania to take on Bob Morris. Uh, at Joe Walton Stadium, rest in peace to the great Joe Walton, former New York Jets head coach. Um, this game's on ESPN Plus, uh, and I believe this is their first ever matchup, uh, as far as I could tell. Um, this is interesting because you are sitting here looking at a line of Bob Morris getting six and a half at home. Bernard Clark, the former Miami Hurricane, uh, take it on GBO Farms as Tennessee Tech Golden Eagles. Um, give me the points. Taking the points. What are you doing here? Yeah, man, I'm definitely getting behind old Bobby Morris. I mean, you know, you got to reward him for still hanging on to the colonial name since apparently that's so offensive here in 2023. <laughs> so I already love him for that. But uh, definitely. I thought they look better. I thought, I thought they looked better on paper than they were last year. And uh, it's turning out that they are. So this is too many points for Tennessee to back on the road. All righty. Howard. Howard is taking on Delaware state. They're heading to Dover, Delaware. I've been there to that fine city. Uh, Howard won 35, 17 a year ago. This is a, uh, a pretty big game in the MEAC. Well, not for Delaware state, but for Howard to stay in the mix. Um, this line though, quite, quite large here as uh, Howard is laying 27 points. I don't like laying big numbers with Howard though. So, which is why I will take the 27. I think Delaware state's terrible, but Howard seems to kind of play around with their food and they're big favorites. So I will take the 27 points. What are you doing here? Yeah, man. Uh, Howard is a team that it seems like no matter which way I bet them, they're going to not cover for me, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm taking Delaware state here as well. This is kind of a shot in the dark dart throw for me. And uh, Ryan hasty actually has a pretty good question in the chat. Our boy, Ryan, uh, does the NEC app have college basketball as well? I'm actually it does. It does. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, I'm a vet. I'm a vet of the NEC app. So get over there, check it out. Um, even, I mean, this year, who knows what happens next year? Obviously they, they need to get a lot more schools, football and basketball, too. uh, especially football. Um, this game I, I'm super intrigued by. I think one of the most fascinating teams in the FCS this year, um, it's kind of gone in a way it's kind of gone chalk. South Dakota States looked great. They look like they're far better than everybody else. But it hasn't gone chalk. Other than that, North Dakota State looks worse. Holy Cross is it doesn't look as good as we thought. Uh, William and Mary doesn't look as good as we we thought. Uh, Sacramento State maybe uh maybe a little bit, but um, just all across the the landscape, even Incarnate Word, I would say probably doesn't look as good as we figured. Jackson State doesn't look as good as we thought. So it's been a very surprising season. Uh, one of the biggest surprises to me is the Lafayette leopards. 
Um, just beat Holy Cross, shocking to me, and, and it wasn't fluky. I think they were the better team from when it kicked off to when it ended, and uh, they deserve all the credit in the world. Their only loss right now is to Duke, who's a top twenty-five team. Um, Lafayette's heading to to Cooper Field in Washington D.C. to take on George, George uh, the, the Georgetown Hoyas, my Georgetown Hoyas, and. Uh, Georgetown's even, I mean, I know they're four and four, but they, but this is a team that was awful last year. They have been somewhat of a surprise as well. Remember they beat Fordham Fordham who beat an FBS team, the, uh, Georgetown beat, beat Fordham at Cooper field there. So on this very field, they have scored some upsets. The last time they played last year, believe it or not, Lafayette lost to the Hoyas 30 to 20. It's a classic letdown spot. But when I see Lafayette heading to DC laying 17 and a half, Give me the Hoyas. I think they can cover this, but I've been, it's been hard to understand Georgetown this year. What are you doing here? Yeah, man. Uh, maybe, maybe my eyes are bigger than my stomach here, but I'm, I'm locking up the Hoyas. Let's man. go. I'll, I'll, I'll do it. It's yeah. just a great letdown spot. Yeah. Plus Lafayette second leg of a back to back, man. Let's yeah. go. Lock up those Georgetown Hoyas. Cooper field. Fantastic place to catch a game. Uh, Holy speaking of Holy cross, this one last year decided the Patriot league. Actually, both these teams made the, the, the FCS playoffs, Holy cross and Fordham and shockingly holding Holy cross sitting there four and three. Now, one of those losses was to Boston college, but uh, you know, it's been a shocking season a little bit for Holy cross. They lost the way they lost to Harvard and then losing to Lafayette. They did not. I didn't see that coming. Uh, meanwhile, Fordham, who I thought would be pretty terrible this year, Considering all they lost, Tim Demora, you know, he's a Washington Redskin. And then you have some of the other guys, uh, like their OC, their backup quarterback from a year ago that jumped over to Old Dominion. So uh surprised that Fordham has the better record. Now they don't have the better record in conference. Holy Cross is still in second place. So if Lafayette slips, Holy Cross could still get that auto bid. But Fordham is better than I, what I thought they would be this year. This is at Jack Coffee Field there in the Bronx. We're gonna have a rumble in the Bronx. Uh, last year, 53 to 52, Holy cross one insane game. I remember watching it um, this year. You can tell that Holy cross still getting respected laying seven at Fordham. I'm going to lay the seven. I'm still, I'm just going to give it one more go with Holy cross here. What are you doing here at uh, Jack coffee field? I'm sure we're going to disagree here eventually, but uh, you know, I thought maybe here with Fordham coming off the bye, maybe uh, maybe you'd go that way, but I- I'm on the same page as you. I think uh, Holy Cross, they know they're not going to see the playoffs if they don't win this conference. And, and you've got to think Lafayette's going to slip at some point. So um, yeah, I'm laying the seven with Holy Cross too. And I, I feel kind of good about that one as well. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Uh Let's jump on over to another Patriot League game. Bucknell heading to uh, Hamilton, New York, Andy Kerr Stadium to take on the Colgate Raiders, who have suddenly kind of been playing better ball out the gate. Remember, they look like a train wreck. Uh, but now they host the Bucknell Bison. They beat Bucknell 13 to 7 a year ago, uh, and that was on the road. Bucknell's been better than what I think uh, they were a season ago. However, this is a, this is kind of an interesting game. Colgate's laying five and a half. I will lay the five and a half with Colgate. I think they're going to wouldn't be surprised. If this is close for a while in the fourth quarter though. I think the Raiders open it up. What are you doing here? Yeah. I mean, this is, this is a uh, two teams that are really hard to gauge. I mean, they're all over the place. Colgate. We've talked about it. Maybe, uh, maybe a product of how tough their schedule was to start the season with how bad they looked, but 
I am going to take Bucknell with the points here. I don't feel super confident in it, but uh, I, I feel I feel like this is like a three-point game, kind of a defensive slugfest. So give me Bucknell. Give me my Bison. Let's go. Uh, Northern Iowa heading to Illinois State. Both teams four and three. Illinois State is kind of a quiet four and three. Uh, they won this one a year ago, 23-21 at that filthy dome there in uh, in Cedar Falls. But um, Hancock Stadium here. Uh, ESPN plus this game intriguing to me because uh, you have Northern Iowa laying a point on the road. Man, it's a letdown spot for Northern Iowa. I kind of think Northern Iowa is the better team, but give me Illinois State. Give me yeah. Illinois State plus one at home to get get it done. What are you doing here? Uh, I'm gonna go the other way. I'm gonna go with the road favorite again here. Not really my favorite thing to do, but uh. I feel like they're the better team. I feel like they don't have a whole hell of a lot of room to really uh, mess up anymore, you know, to, to get a real shot at the FCS playoffs. So um, being the better team and and needing the wins. And I, I don't know. I mean, North Dakota looking real, real good, but traditionally that's not like a, a win that would set a Northern Iowa team, you know, party and chasing tail all week. So uh, I'm going to lay the point here. All righty, moving along. I mean, that game's intriguing to me. One of the, the mm-hmm. low key good games. Merrimack heading to St. Francis. Merrimack currently second place in the NEC, right behind Duquesne. Meanwhile, St. Francis third place. So gigantic game going on in the NEC. Remember, an auto bid essentially on the line to whoever finishes first place in the NEC. Once again, on the NEC front row app. Uh, last year, St. Francis won this game fifty-two to twenty-three on the road. Now they're hosting Merrimack in Loretta, Pennsylvania. Um, this is this is one that's a bit surprising, I would say, of a line. St. Francis just laying four and a half after dominating the the year before. But as you said, Cole Doyle rules. All right, I will lay the four and a half with Cole Doyle rules in uh, at home in Loretta. What are you doing here? Oh, I'm actually I'm gonna take the points with Mary Mac. Uh, I'm gonna lock it up, man. I Woo. feel like they're the better team. I feel like they're on a roll. So let's go. St. Francis still figuring things out, man. There we go. Uh, Golf goes guru locking up the Warriors. Come out and play. Shout out to Jay Scott in the chat. Says he's off work, ready to enjoy the show. We appreciate that. We appreciate everyone in the chat. Um, Moving along and blocking that one up. Bold, bold. Um, let's move along to the next game here on Saturday slate, New Hampshire, taking on Rhode Island, Rhode Island's going to be it. Look, it's been a disappointing season for the Rhode Island Rams. Kasim Hill, I think, uh, you know, a, a stud at the quarterback spot. Uh, he couldn't get the help around him that I, I really wanted, I guess. And, and maybe some of that is on him too. But Rhode Island's been one of the most disappointing teams to me. We actually, yeah, we were talking before Holy Cross a little more disappointing than we thought. North Dakota State a little more disappointing than we thought. I'm going to throw Rhode Island into and William and Mary into that mix. Um, they're four and four, and you know, there's a lot of seasons still left. They're a talented team, but I just need to see some. This is on Flow Sports, so uh, if you don't have that, good luck. Uh, at, at, at Mead stadium there, New Hampshire won this matchup 31, 28 a year ago. So looking for some revenge are the Rams. Um, New Hampshire is where, where do I see this line? Where the hell is this line? Uh, do I have this line? Hmm. 
searching for this line right now. Did I fuck this up? Um, mystery. <laughs> I don't. Okay. I got Rhode Island minus two. Rhode Island minus two. Yeah. I will trust it because I think they must know something. I will take Rhode Island minus two at home against New Hampshire. You? Yeah. I mean, I, I was prepared to uh, jump on Rhode Island as like somewhere close to a seven point dog. So um, New Hampshire second uh, week in a row on the road. I'm, I'm going to take Rhode Island for a bounce back here, but uh, as a favorite, I'm not quite as confident as I was prepared. No, but I think the favorite is telling <laughs> you to take it, to take Rhode Island. Mm-hmm. Um, Princeton Cornell old school rivalry, Ivy league football at its finest. Um, Princeton's laying four at Cornell. Uh, at Cornell. Remember Princeton coming off that gigantic win against Harvard Cornell coming off a big win against Brown too. Something's got to give here. Nope. I'm on Jameson Wang here. I think, I think uh, Princeton beating, beating Harvard is, is just a huge win. They were definitely, definitely doing whippets in the locker room after, after that win. Um, Cornell plus four at home, the big red let's go. What are you doing here? Yeah. Same, same play for me. I definitely think this is a good spot. I think Cornell's a live dog here. Uh, so I am taking Jamison Wang to get it done here as well. And uh, our sharks, just kicked a field goal. So 10, seven, let's go. Let's fucking go long Island. Fucking shocks. Uh, next up. I, I, you want to talk about f- fascinating line Reese Poffenberger, our boy, Albany, great Danes head to uh, Maine to take on the black bears. Albany won this one 23, 21 a year ago. Maybe that's the reason why this line is Albany minus two. I will lock up the Great Danes on the road. I think they're just flat out better than Maine. I do think Maine's getting better, but I think Albany's an FCS playoff team. They prove it here at Morse Field. Lay the two points. What are you doing here? Yeah, we talked about this on uh, the recap show from from on uh, Monday. So. This was a game I was kind of worried about. I think Vegas is reflecting that in in the spread here. This is a sandwich spot, man. This is uh, Albany in between House and Rhode Island, and then they got William and Mary next week at home. So uh, great dance. No room to mess around here. Big Papa Poff land two. I am joining you. Let's lock it up. We got a lock party going on. Wait, we have music for that. We have we have fantastic music for that. When you get a double lock. You know, you got to really celebrate by playing some just classic. Uh, all right, move it along. The, the <laughs> Crusaders that song belongs in a roller rink somewhere, <laughs> <laughs> or or deep, deep in the 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 deepest part of the ocean, so no one can ever find it. All right, you can send out any of those fucking submarines. What was that story? That submarine that just broke over the summer. Uh, this is at uh, Bud Selig, the Bud Selig Bowl. Um, the the Crusaders of Valpo are heading to Indianapolis, Indiana to take on Brett Bushka and the Butler Bulldogs. Butler won this matchup last year, 26, 25, but I would say that this is a better Butler team than a year ago and a worse Valpo team than a year ago. And the line clearly 
reflects it because uh, what am I getting here? I, uh, Butler's laying 17 and a half. It's still too many though. This is this is too many. Give me Valpo plus the 17 uh, Two Indiana schools going at it. What are you doing here? Yeah. I mean, it does feel like a lot of points, but uh, this Valpo team, they really, really suck. So I am going to lay it with Butler here. Not a ton of confidence in it, but they're, they're, they're the way better team. They are. I agree there. You do have that going. I just think in a gigantic spread like that, two in-state schools going at it, take the points. Stetson is heading to Des Moines to take on the Drake Bulldogs. Drake could, could talk about talk about FCS playoffs. Everyone thinking Davidson, the Wildcats, gonna get it done, and may, maybe Davidson is that team, but but maybe it's the Drake Bulldogs. Uh, this one going on at Drake Stadium. Drake won this matchup by seven a year ago in Florida. Now they got to come all the way up there. No, 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 no. Drake is. I'm I'm really starting to to be impressed. Drake's laying 16 and a half. This is the Pioneer League game. You lay the points. Lay the 16 and a half. What are you doing here? I am going the opposite way of you on this one too. Uh, Drake, really good team. I mean, you know, went out to San Diego, got that one done. I was glad to see it. Um, this team's much better than we thought it was going to be, but 16 and a half feels like a lot for me. I don't really see this team uh, blowing out a whole hell of a lot of competition. So Stetson, far trip, but I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to take the points. Monmouth is heading down to Cary Field, Walter J. Zabel Stadium on Flow Sports. Take on one of the more disappointing teams, Mike London and William and Mary. I know they've had some injuries, but I, I, I am disappointed with William and Mary this year and Monmouth, you know, maybe a little bit better than I thought. William and Mary's laying nine. Give me the points in the Hawks on the road. What are you doing here? Yeah, I'm I'm uh I'm not laying nine points with William and Mary. There's no way. So I'm gonna take the points as well. Monmouth's second leg of a back-to-back road trip's a little scary there, but uh nothing impressing me about William and Mary right now. I'll take the points. Yeah. Delaware is heading to Towson. Johnny U Stadium. Fantastic. Uh Delaware won this game by 14 a year ago. Uh this one though, obviously at Towson, completely different staff with the Tigers. Um, so when you sit there and say, can Delaware stay red hot laying 10 on the road? I mean, I got to lock this until, until I think Towson's all right, but I'm laying the 10 with Delaware. Delaware is a fucking machine right now. Let's go blue hands. Lay the 10. What are you doing here? Yeah, I was really interested to see where you're going with that one. Cause, uh, Towson's just a really interesting team. I mean, they played Albany close. They beat William and Mary. They beat New Hampshire in New Hampshire. Uh, beat William and Mary, you know, at their play at their stadium too. So, really, really interesting getting Delaware at home, especially on the second leg of a back to back for them. But I'm locking Delaware up too. Gotta go Blue Hens here, man. Double locking. The locks Let's are flying. The locks are flying. I gotta get this music prepared. <laughs> um, uh, as uh, here we go. <laughs> We're locking up the blue head. <laughs> hey, look, it's the Lost only out the Miami vice colors. Let's go. It's the only <laughs> music that doesn't get me sued. All right. Uh, I feel like other music gets me. You know, I used to play all that shit from Wu Tang to, uh, to, to I men at work. Scott is gonna sue you. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, Jay Scott might try to sue me. Ryan Hasty <laughs> might try to sue me. 
uh, punitive damages, perhaps. Um, <laughs> uh, Chattanooga is is heading to uh, Lexington, Virginia, to take on uh, the key debts, Daddy Rocco. Chattanooga won by twenty eight a year ago. Uh, Chattanooga's laying twenty three and a half. Give me VMI plus twenty three and a half at home. They might be able to score a touchdown or two. <laughs> Jay Scott saying, "Please don't wear short shorts." We're good there. That won't happen. Right? <laughs> what are you doing here, Mike? I mean, if John Stockton did it, it can't be wrong, man. Short shorts are in, I think, in the eighties. I don't know, man. The Utah but, uh, Jazz did a uh, lot of yeah. things wrong, um, in my opinion. I'm not not a big Carl Malone fan, if you know his history as a as a as a He's human being. Questionable. Um, uh, what what uh, what uh, what are you doing in this matchup here? Uh, it's a little bit of a look ahead here for Chattanooga with Furman coming up on deck. There's a big, uh, big stretch coming here for the whole SoCon. So I'm going to take Danny Rocco and the points here as well. I think this is a, a look ahead for Chattanooga. One of the, one of the teams that's flying under the radar in the FCS this year is UT Martin, UT Martin playing really good ball. Their only losses to the Georgia Bulldogs. You might've heard of them. Uh, they're at Gardner Webb though. This game is intriguing to me. Cause I think Gardner Webb is better than their record too. Uh, UT Martin's laying nine. I'm going to take a shot on the nine and Gardner Webb, even though I think UT Martin is legit. I think Gardner Webb, the style of offense that they run can give teams problems. Give me the nine on Gardner Webb. This is certainly not a lock. Cause I UT Martin could beat the shit out of them. What are you doing here? No, I, uh, I'm not locking it, but I feel all right about Gardner Webb as well. This is homecoming night for the running Bulldogs, so let's go there. You know, a lot of excitement in the air. I think they're they're close to as good of a team, honestly. The records don't reflect it, but when we did the preseason previews, I know this was a team we were both pretty high on. So, yeah, I'm, I'm taking the points here with Gardner Webb, and I feel all right about it. Yeah, let's go. Jay Scott's with us here on Gardner Webb, and they're a good team. They're a good team. One, you know, that's an underrated, great, like really good game that I can't wait to watch. But mm-hmm. this, this next one, I think if you, if anyone that covers the Missouri Valley or from a national point of view, the Jackrabbits of South Dakota state, the reigning national champs are heading to the K- Dakota dome in Vermilion to take on the coyotes. Whose only loss is to seven and one Mizzou. I'm fascinated by this game. I think it's one of the better games of the weekend. Uh, South Dakota state's laying 16 and a half points. I'll take the points, man. This is a, this is a rivalry game. Give me the 16 and a half. Maybe I'm a fool because South Dakota already beat North Dakota state. Maybe uh, it's ridiculous to think they could do both beat both in one year. I don't think it's that crazy. I think, I mean, especially with the points it might be crazy for them to win, but give me the points. What are you doing here at the Dakota dome? Yeah, this is a this is a really interesting game to me. I can't wait to watch this one. Um, you know, South Dakota. I definitely don't think they're going to pull off an upset here. And I think this is a game. You know, with the uh, North Dakota State game on deck, that maybe earlier in the year, this is a game South Dakota State would have overlooked. But I don't think that's the case here. I think they're ready for these boys, and I think they're going to big brother them. So I'm going to lay the points here with South Dakota State and Jackrabbits. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I mean, Jay, Jay Scott says, "Give me South Dakota State all day." Uh, North Carolina A and T is laying one. Vincent Brown, the old Patriot linebacker, coming into Greensboro, trying to make a difference. Laying one now on the road against the Hampton Pirates. 
Wrong team favorite. Hampton gets the dub. Hampton gets the dub. Now, not by much. I'm just, I mean, I think it's probably a pick, but give me Hampton at home to get it done. What are you doing here? Yeah. I mean, this, this is two uh, pretty even teams to me. I mean, maybe a little edge to Hampton from what I've seen so far this year, but not many spots I'd lay any points with a and T on the road. So I'm taking Hampton as well. Marist fresh off that fresh off that win against Presbyterian. Now they head to Minneapolis to take on St. Thomas, the Tommies, uh, the Tommies are laying seven and a half. I I'll buy it in after watching the Tommies last week, they turned a corner. They turned a corner there. So uh, I will uh, definitely follow through. It's easy to see a tide turn. St. Thomas minus the points. What are you doing here? Yeah, um, I'm actually, I'm all in on St. Tom, Thomas winning this game. I, I'm going to, I'm going to lock this one up, man. Woo-hoo-hoo. I think, I think this is kind of easy money. Don't worry folks. I won't lock it up. So you hear the music again. <laughs> all right. But I do think it's a solid play. And Saturday morning when I do my pregame show, maybe I will. Um, East Tennessee state's been a disaster. What's happened to this program. It just seems like they can't get anything right lately. They're getting 23 at Furman. It's a letdown spot for Furman after the big win at Western Carolina. Fuck you ESPN plus for me not being able to watch that. Um, I can't do it. I'm laying the points with Furman. ETSU looks terrible. And I actually think you can consider locking this thing because ETSU's looked bad this year, man. What are you doing here? Yeah, I mean, uh, this is like a sandwich spot after the Western Carolina game, Chattanooga on deck for Furman, but we've been uh, kind of bashing a Furman a lot until the last week, saying that didn't look like themselves. They didn't look like what they thought they were going to be. I think they're starting to hit their stride. I think they cover this number easily. I'm laying it as well. Yeah, Stony Brook heads to Villanova. Mm. Stony, you know, Stony Brook is uh, the Seawolves, you know, are, uh, are what? Oh, and seven. What is happening? I know the human being and fish can coexist peacefully. V- uh, Villanova's, uh, you know, they won 33 14 a year ago. So my 19 points. They, uh, Villanova's been good this year. They're kind of one of the more quieter teams. They're laying 19. I will lay the 19. I can't trust Stony Brook right now. You can't take Stony Brook. What are you doing here? No, uh, you know, Villanova does have New Hampshire on deck. So, you know, maybe a little look ahead there, but Villanova's off a of bye. So uh, them being the much better team, this one's borderline lock for me. I'm not going to lock it up, but I'm laying the points. Yeah. Morgan state is heading to Norfolk state. I'm intrigued by this game. I feel like both teams have been a little bit ahead of schedule. Um, I find this game somewhat appealing and, and Norfolk state's laying two. Man, I got burned locking up Morgan State a couple times, but I think Morgan State's slightly the better team. Give me Morgan State to cover the two. Ride it on the money line if you're going to bet it. I might bet it by Saturday. Check out the, the pregame show Saturday morning. Uh, what are you doing here? Yeah, I'm with you, man. Uh, sticking to what I kind of been thinking about Morgan State. I, I think they're a pretty solid team. I think Norfolk's been feisty. But I think Morgan's actually been fairly legit this year, so I'm taking them as well. Not a lock, though. Yeah, the chat's cracking me up. Uh, <laughs> yes. The chat is definitely cracking me up. Uh, shout out to the chat, folks. Remember, you can watch this YouTube.com/slash The College Experience. Uh, Indiana State heading to North Dakota take on the Fighting Hawks. Indiana State's been the biggest fucking disappointment. The biggest disappointment. 
I, I don't care what this line is. Give me North, especially North Dakota coming off that loss. They're laying 28. Lay it. Fucking lay it. 45 to six or something. What are you doing here? Yeah, you said it exactly, man. Indiana State, the Sycamores, they're completely inept. Uh, no offense whatsoever. North Dakota needs a big bounce back here. I'm going to lay the points. Yeah. Moving along, we got uh, Missouri State heading to Youngstown State. Your boys are still alive. Don't trip on your shoelaces here. All right. Uh, Youngstown's laying 11 and a half. I will lay it with 11 and a half at the ice box. What are you doing here? Yeah, man. Uh, they've not been treating me all that well lately. Uh, I they keep going with them and then talking about the heart of a penguin, all that stuff. But, um, you know, Hey, let's do it again. They give pebbles to their mates. They mate for life. That's pretty awesome. Part of a penguin. Let's lay the points <laughs> here with Youngstown state. Scary game here in, in color. North Carolina, shout out to the wisdom of the Weehawk minute here. Uh, coming off that tough loss to, to Furman, they are hosting Mercer. Now Mercer was supposed to be a lot better this year. They've still been solid. Western Carolina is laying 12 and a half. They need to get this game. Do they lose this game? They're in trouble a little bit It's a must win game. If I may say so, I still think you got to ride Mercer in the points though. Give me Mercer plus the 12 and a half catamounts win. And the magic, the magical season continues on. But once again, talk about don't trip on your shoelaces here because they need this. This is like one of this is, this is a win. They got to get, what are you doing here? Uh, yeah. Do we know is, is Reed back is the running back back for Western Carolina? I don't, I, I I am not sure. I think I saw that. uh, I think I saw some people talking as if he would not be there. Ah, okay. Well then I, yeah, uh, I wish we was here Hawk minute to help us out on this one. But if, if he's not going to be playing, I got, I got to take the 12 and a half too. Uh, I think Western Carolina gets it done, but I'm going to take the points. Shout out to Troy. He says, don't let the lawsuit scare you. It's the sweat we love anyways. Right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I kind of, I get scared yeah, when people contact me with more money than me and say, Hey, you play that again. Uh, you know, Big. I grew up a was gigantic. A I, I, too? <laughs> I grew up a gigantic Wu Tang fan, but the minute they hit me with that, I was like, "Oh shit!" There we go. I used to play the Cream song, but uh, you know, and men at work they came for me too. But I mean, I didn't <laughs> grow up. A, I didn't grow up a men at work fan, so I don't know. But anyway, hopefully one day we'll get successful enough where I can sit down with the RZA and say, "Hey, dude, can I use your song?" All right. I, I if I was him, I, I would do the same thing. Who's this fucking, who's this idiot out there uh, playing my music? <laughs> Talk, <laughs> talking, talking about the Citadel. You know what I mean? What the fuck? Um, <laughs> they got to uh, get the publicity where they could get it, man. It's <laughs> falling off. It's falling off. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I don't uh, imagine they're fighting over the rights to Men at Work songs in Hollywood right now. So. <laughs> Well, they might. I don't know. Uh, uh, Jay Scott. No, I'm I'm Generation X. Let's go. Um, all right, moving along though. Northern Colorado at Montana. Montana seems to be playing better ball lately. Montana's laying sixteen and a half. I will lay it in Mizzou. You know, or not Mizzou, but Missoula. If you've been there. Uh, they have a great home environment. I actually, you know what? I'll lock this one. I don't think Northern Colorado is ready for this. I am going to lock up the Grizz at home with Bobby Hawk and company. Let's go. What are you doing here? 
Yeah, I, I hate to do it to the chat, but I'm joining you, man. Montana off the bye, second leg of a back-to-back road trip for Northern Colorado. I'm, I'm locking up the Grizz as well. Oh shit! Here we go. Uh, <laughs> uh, where are we at here? Where are we at? It's always deep down the the these this iPad that never ends. We are both locking up the Montana Grizzlies. So. Oh man. Uh Southeast Missouri State heading to Nichols. Hmm. Simo, have they found have they found life? Nichols playing a little bit better than what we thought, right? Uh Simo's laying eleven and a half. <sighs> I'm gonna lay it. What are you doing here? Yeah. I think that's a little bit too many points for them on the road. Uh, I'm going to take the points here with Nichols. I don't feel great about it, but I, I like him here. I thought about it. I thought about it, man. Lincoln, California, by the way, our 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 boys, life on the road, <laughs> uh, heading to uh, Kennesaw this weekend. No line on it, but our hearts are always with the Oaklanders as they are the true rock stars of college football, playing all. 11 games on the road. You know, they don't have a home stadium on fucking best story in college sports. I don't care if they go. Oh, and 11. I want a fucking documentary about that. Just like the big Bishop Sycamore one, <laughs> um, Mississippi Valley States heading to Alcorn state. Uh, you have a future on Alcorn to win the swack, right? I think so. Um, mm. They're laying 20 and a half against Valley State. I'm going to lay it because I can never take Mississippi Valley State. Ever since Jerry Rice graduated there, I'm out on taking the Delta Devils. What are you doing here? Uh, yeah, I, I don't really think there's a scenario where you can take Mississippi Valley State. They're just, they're just terrible. So I'm going to lay the points too. Bethune Cookman, dude, this is the ultimate game here. Bethune Cookman is, is taking on grambling. Bethune. <laughs> So grambling has always cost me money. Hugh Jackson teams just always cost me money. Uh, last time they played a game, lost by like twenty points to what Alabama A and M cost me money. But Bethune Cookman uh, covered against Southern. They've been a hard team for me to read the past couple of weeks. I hate this game. Bethune won by seventeen uh, uh, the last time they played last year. <sighs> Grambling is laying five and a half. All right, I'm going back to the well. Grambling, I'm not locking this thing up. I'm not locking this thing up, but I'll lay the five and a half with Grambling. What are you doing here? <laughs> I'm tempted to lock it up. I mean, they're the they're the better team by far. Bethune Cookman's they're trash, man. But uh, I, I'm not going to lock it up. Just don't do it. Grambling. Don't do it. No, <laughs> no I've been I'm down that road. road. I'm laying the points. Yeah. <laughs> What, this is a pretty good game here. Abilene Christian heading to uh, St. George, Utah to take on Southern Utah. <sighs> Southern Utah needs to learn how to win a close game. Abilene won by three a year ago. I just feel like the Southern Utah team's better than their record, but they sometimes you got to learn the hard way on how to win close games. Uh, so when I see Southern Utah laying three and a half, it terrifies me. Give me Abilene Christian in the three and a half. 
I'm rooting for th- the Thunderbirds to get the dub, but give me the three and a half. I can't lay more than more than a field goal here. What are you doing here? Yeah, I'm actually I'm gonna lock up the three and a half, man. Abilene Christian off that win over uh, Stephen F. Austin. That's a big win for their program, but they're not that great of a team. And I like uh, Southern Utah. I think they're a lot better team. I'm gonna lay those points. I'm locking. Woo! What is best in life? To crush your enemies, see them driven before you. Sorry, didn't mean to play that, but it fits. Um, but uh, Sorry, Terminator's there a we big go. Thunderbird fan, bro. <laughs> uh, lay, lay the points here, says Mike Rose. Golf Coast Guru. Uh, the Citadel. Tough year for the Citadel. Shout out to Stump Mitchell, the legendary running back. Uh, they're heading to Sanford. It's been a tough year for Sanford, too. So you got that going. Sanford's laying 34 points. Uh, give me the points. <laughs> give me the points. I guess I don't feel very confident in this in Sanford. When they get that air raid going, that could fuck you up sometimes, but give me the points. What are you doing here? Yeah, it's homecoming night for Sanford. So I was tempted thinking about it, but uh, Sanford's let me down so many times this year. And I, I don't, really know what they're playing for at this point in the season. They're kind of really out of the hunt for the SoCon in the playoffs. So uh, I'll take the points with Citadel, but I, I definitely don't love that one. Yeah, it's tough. Oh man. Stump Mitchell fan. There we go. I believe <laughs> Jay Scott, I believe he's like a running backs coach with like the Browns or something. He's an NFL coach. I believe Stump Mitchell was a fucking beast. I grew up in Washington, DC. Uh, a Redskins fan. And back then we were playing the, uh, the Cardinals in the division before they moved everything around. It was St. Louis Cardinals, not Arizona, Neil Lomax and stump Mitchell had a knack for just fucking up good Redskins teams. In my opinion, like it, it was, they'd only win like three games all year, but you play them. You're like, Oh fuck. Here we go again. Stump Mitchell was a beast. A beast, and I agree. He's a damn good running back. He's better than some of the running backs that are in the hall. Um, Jackson State is heading to Arkansas Pine Bluff. I mean, I ate a big old bag of shit to taking Jackson State the past couple of weeks, but Pine Bluff is horrible. <sighs> Call me Bruce Willis because I'm fucking dying hard on this. All right. I am laying. I am laying the 17 and a half. And I'm still locking it. Jason Brown, Jackson State. Let's figure this out. Pine Bluff sucks. Lay the 17 and a half. Let's go back to that well one more time. What are you doing here, Mike? Yeah, I think uh, Jackson State really is due to fuck someone up, and this should be the team to do it. I mean, they're they're terrible, but I'm just I'm, I'm gonna lay the points. I'm not gonna lock it up because I just haven't seen anything out of this team in a long time. <laughs> Uh, Jay Scott's Lindenwood Lions heading to uh, to Nashville to take on uh, Eddie George in Tennessee State. Eddie George does have Tennessee State playing better ball. Lindenwood three and four. Eddie George and Tennessee State five and two. Uh, definitely doing the like. You know, I was a little bit of a skeptic after last year watching Eddie George. Now you got to give the guy time, but uh, I've been impressed this year. And I think the tide's starting to turn a little bit for for the former what Heisman Trophy winner there, uh, Tennessee State though laying eleven and a half. Jay Scott, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, man. 
I've got, I, I've tried to take Lindenwood a lot. 11 and a half is a big number though, man. So Tennessee state, let me just recap. They only beat Kennesaw by seven. Only beat Gardner. They beat Gardner Webb. That's a nice win by two. Actually, they only beat Pine Bluff by ten. All right, all right, Jay Scott. One more time. Give me Lindenwood plus the points. Am I betting this? I highly doubt it. But if I if I have a successful day early in the morning, well, out here in L.A. early in the morning, maybe I'll throw some bucks on the Lind- Lindenwood Lions. What are you doing here, Mike? Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> I was. It's actually going to take Linda one too. Um, I, I uh, it's kind of the same thing. Like ten, Tennessee State hasn't really been messing teams up. Plus, Lindenwood's coming off the bye, so maybe you got a little energy coming off that bye. Give Eddie George a good game here. So I'm taking the points as well. Texas A&M heads to Houston Christian. Used to be called Houston Baptist. Uh, I'm sorry, Texas A&M Commerce. <laughs> Is heading to Houston Christian. Big difference. Uh, Commerce is laying five and a half points. I've had a hard time pigeonholing Commerce this year. I feel like they're one of my more difficult teams to handicap. I will lay the five and a half with Commerce in Houston. <laughs> what are you doing here, man? Yeah, this is this is a really tough game because uh, Houston Houston Christian's been kind of hard to to like nail down this year too a little bit all over the place but for the most part they suck A and M Commerce they're a chippy team gave Old Dominion a game it looks like a pretty good FC FBS school so I'm gonna lay the points as well yeah I mean I think that was actually one of the hardest games we had to call <laughs> I think Probably. that's one of, so next up we got the uh, Magic City Classic folks this game is is awesome and. Look, I would do yourself a favor. Um, we all love college football, and I'll say this on the FBS show too to, to, uh, tomorrow. Um, I challenge fans to go out and support FCS football the same way uh, I would challenge them to do this: support the Magic City Classic. And shout out to College Football Campus Torch. I think he's going to this game. Uh, this is a rivalry that goes back to 1924. Uh, Alabama A and M, the Bulldogs, Alabama State, the Hornets, two swag schools. They've met a ton of times. It's a v- beautiful rivalry for the sport, in my opinion. Um, and uh, yeah, I just think it's a fantastic game. We've been playing what ninety nine straight or ninety nine years. Come on, that's awesome. Now uh, Alabama State did win last year twenty four seventeen. This is what's interesting about this one here. And this is a neutral site thing. They play this at uh, the, the old Legion field that UAB used to play at there. And many, many iron bowls were played at this stadium in Birmingham, Alabama. Uh, here's the thing though. Alabama a and the better team this year. They're four and three Alabama state three and three. So it's It should be a close one. Um, I kind of went back and forth on this. It's a one point spread in Alabama state's favor. Give me a and M though. I think a and M is the better team. And I think they're looking for revenge after last year. What are you doing here? Yeah. I mean, uh, looking at the two of them, um, Jacksonville state or Jackson state, sorry, housed a and M uh, 45 to 30. Uh, what I'm getting at here, Alabama state had a pretty hard schedule here, uh, but they beat Jackson state. They played Alcorn to within three 
only lost by 13 to Florida A&M, and they beat Southern, who's a pretty good team in the SWAC as well. So I think Alabama State, a little bit harder schedule, and I think they've impressed me a little more with what they've done. So I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to take Alabama State, and I'm going to lock it up. If they're the better team, man. Hey, rivalry record or rivalry game. You got to throw it out. You're locking it up. Gulf Coast Guru says, no. come fly with the Hornets. Um, yeah, folks go uh, like that game's on ESPN plus. Um, like I love tradition and, and history with college football rivalries, whether it's the Ivy league, whether it's uh, the magic city classic, it's great for the, uh, in my opinion, get out there. If you're in the Alabama area, go to the game. They got the battle of the bands and everything. It's fantastic. Um, next up, let's jump on over to talk about Campbell, the camels laying one at Richmond intriguing game here. Mike Minter and Campbell. I feel like I've been, they're talented. They've been knocking on the door, have some close losses. Richmond out the gate looked like shit, but they're playing better ball lately. I feel like the spiders are at five and three now. You know what? Give me the spiders at home. I feel like just momentum is a thing with this team. What are you doing here? Yeah, this is this line kind of surprised me too. I think uh, Richmond. It seems like they're really uh, finding their stride and they're they're in that race to to kind of find themselves in a position for a playoff spot potentially if if they keep rolling. So yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna I'm gonna take Richmond as well. Let's go with the spiders, man. That's a, that's another good game though. Listen, I'm saying this week's got some sneaky good games. However, this is not one of them. Murray state is traveling to the Fargo dome to take on North Dakota state, the racers. I can't, I look, I need the racers to be back again. Bud Foster used to play safety for the, for, for Murray state. Frank Beamer played at Murray state. They got to get it going again. You know, they're retired. Come back, come back to your alma mater. Um, Murray state though, uh, is catching a gigantic number in Fargo 32 and a half. No, still not taking it. North Dakota state. It's going to fuck them up. What are you doing here? Yeah. With South Dakota state on deck, you'd think this is maybe a little look ahead spot, but North Dakota state doesn't really have time to, to mess around with teams. So it's uh it's time to, to fuck teams up for style points. I'm going to lay it as well. Yeah. All right. Look, before I get to the next one, I want to tell you folks out there that the college football experience is brought to you by hall of fame bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with hall of fame bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with hall of fame bets to craft more intelligent data-driven parlays. Download the hall of fame bets app or visit HOAFbets.com. Use that promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with hall of fame bets. All right. Uh, next up, we got a banger going on. At the Fargo Dome. No, not the Fargo Dome. The geez. The Kibby Dome. I get all those domes confused because they're all the fucking same. All right. It, it, honestly, when you watch it, you're just like, oh yeah. Like when I watch certain games elsewhere, you know where they're at. Just off of that's one one of the reasons why I hate domes. I mean, besides I just think it's it's it gives stadiums have personalities. All right. And to me, you don't really get much of that with a dome. So anyway, I, I, you know, you know, my feelings on that folks, uh, Idaho's laying or catching three and a half at home in Moscow. I think Montana state's better. Give me Montana state laying the three and a half. I think the line is telling you that. What are you doing here? 
Yeah, I, I think got a good point there with the line, maybe telling you that. And I think Montana State definitely is the better team. However, this is the second leg of a back-to-back road trip for Montana State. They just came off a tough game against uh, Sacramento State. Now they took care of business. Meanwhile, Idaho was sitting at home on a bye week. So I think this is a really good spot for Idaho. And I think uh, the Dome, you know, gives their their offense, which is a little more prone to being able to pass. I don't think Montana State's going to be able to take the air out of the ball so much on them when you're talking. It's inside and it's not out in the elements. So I'm going to take the points with Idaho here, but uh Man, this is a tough one. Prairie View is heading to uh, Tallahassee to take on Florida A and M. This line was a bit odd to me. Was it odd to you? A little bit. I monitor this one because I thought I got these. I, I get these numbers straight from the source. I wonder if they made a mistake on this one. Uh, uh, Florida A and M's laying seventeen. I'll lay the seventeen. Bubba McDowell's my guy. However, they've been asked this year. I'm laying the 17. What are you doing here? Yeah. Uh, the Prairie view a and M t- uh, prone to some bad defensive games that we've seen a couple of this year. Plus the ratless, they got homecoming this weekend. So, you know, uh, one of the best damn bands in the country, they're going to be fire this weekend uh, should be a pretty hyped up spot there out in Tallahassee. So I'm going to take family North Alabama's at Austin P. Uh, North Alabama has been a little bit of a surprise team this year. Austin P's laying 21 and a half too many fucking points. Give me the lions catch 21 and a half. You. Yeah. I've been a big, uh, Brent Deerman fan. So I'm taking the points as well. Also Austin P got a little look ahead to EKU next week. So I think this is a decent spot for North Alabama to come. Eastern Washington's heading to Portland, Oregon to take on the Vikings. Portland state cost me a shit ton of money last Saturday. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, E dub is laying two. lay it. I'm done with this Portland state. I know it's a rivalry game. I don't care. I'm laying it. What are you doing here? Yeah, I don't like this Vikings team. They've made me look stupid almost every single week. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and just double down. I'm locking up Eastern Washington minus the two. Let's go. Fuck this team up. Oh, flying high with the Eagles. I mean, it makes a lot of sense. I just, I just think, you know, Portland state cost me so much money knowing me, I would bet that on Eastern Washington and Portland state would then win. You know what I mean? So there's that, but uh, next up, let's, let's jump over and talk about the leathernecks of Western Illinois hosting Southern Illinois. I love this directional Illinois battle. We said we had Southern Illinois beat Northern Illinois. Uh, you know it, what? I think it was like week two, week two, perhaps. Um, and this is one that goes back a long ways. I think 80 years or something. Uh, love this on the schedule, Southern Illinois. And look, when Western Illinois leaves the Missouri Valley, I hope they still schedule this game. Um, and this series actually, I think, I think, uh, Western still leads this series. Western used to be a powerhouse back in the day. They've been asked lately. Um, Love this game on the schedule. Now the line might mean you don't need to tune into this year's version of it. Uh, Southern Illinois laying 24 and a half. That's a rivalry game. Give me the fucking leathernecks all day. Give me the 24 and a half. What are you doing here? I might even lock this. <laughs> I'm not going to lock up the leathernecks. This team is really fucking terrible. But if there's one more game that they have uh, 
any business getting up for it's got to be this one. Southern Illinois, South Dakota is on deck for them, so maybe a little bit of a look ahead. I don't know. Rivalry game, you always take that many points, so I'm gonna take them. Incarnate Word, somehow, some way, found a way to come back against McNeese and win last week. They are now six and one. Now they head to Beaumont, Texas, to take on Lamar, who they beat by by 39 points last year. 56 to 17, but this is a brand new Lamar team. So when they're getting 24 and a half points, damn it. I'm buying in. Give me Lamar plus 24 and a half points. What are you doing here? Man, I've been riding this Lamar team all year. I'm all about it. They're coming off a buy incarnate word. They look a little fraudulent to me. I, I don't know. I haven't seen anything of them. They got a hell of a lot of talent, but I haven't seen them put it all together for one game. 24 and a half on a road, second leg of a back-to-back road trip. Nah, I'm, I'm going to take Lamar and I'm going to lock up my points. Woo. Let's go. Woo-hoo-hoo. These bird schools. You buy it into the birds this week. Go. Gulf Coast guru. Who knew he's also the bird man? All right. Uh, UC Davis is heading to Flagstaff to take on NAU. Dan Hawkins. It's the big 12. It's the big sky. Uh, this is at the Jay Lawrence walk-up sky. Don't know. I've been to this, uh, this filthy dome. Uh, see if this was played outdoors, they would fuck them up because Davis, California is on nice weather. They come into Flagstaff instead. It's anyone's game. If anything, UC Davis won 56, 27 last time they were here. Oh, NAU. Flashed for a second. They upset the Montana Grizzlies. And I thought, hey, maybe this lumberjack team that switched to the quarterback. But then, I don't know. They got a little figured out. UC Davis is laying nine and a half. I will lay the nine and a half at the Fargo Dome or at the walk up. Now, why do I keep saying Far- Fargo Dome? The Sky Dome. The walk up Sky Dome. What, 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 are you, what are you doing here? Michael Barker got to get out to the uh, Fargo Dome. There's a lot of games going on there this Saturday. <laughs> <huh>? <laughs> um, Man, yeah, you said it, man. Northern Arizona, tough to figure out. I mean, they beat Montana. They played Sacramento State to within one and then beat Weaver all in a row. And then they get housed at home by Portland State. I don't know what that's all about. Both these teams coming off buys. UC Davis hasn't been looking exceptional as of late. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to take the points. Don't feel that great about it, though. Mm. Well, let's go to Buccaneer Field there in North Charleston, South Carolina. I know Jay Scott was talking about this Buccaneer team. They're hosting the Bryant Bulldogs, new to the Big South slash OVC. Uh, they did play last year, and and uh, Southern won 24-23 in a classic, one for the ages. Uh, I kind of have a hard time forecasting which team is better. I think it's Bryant, which is why they're a one-point favorite. But it's on the road. Gosh. No, I'll lay the one with Bryant. What are you doing here? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, Bryant been a little disappointing this year, but I think they're still the better team, you know, on paper and and talent wise. So I'm going to lay the one as well. Fucking Dartmouth. It's traveling all the the way to Boston. Take on Harvard. Fucking Dartmouth is catching eight and a half points. Uh, I think I think this is a smash spot for Harvard. Give me the fucking points in Harvard. I lay the eight and a half. 
What are you doing here? Yeah, I hate to do it to everybody, but we're going rollerblading again. Let's go down to the pier and do some rollerblading, buddy. I'm laying it as well and locking it up. You know, a lot of people go to college for seven years. <laughs> yes, we're on the Crimson. Lock. Let's go. <laughs> Texas Southern's heading to Southern Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Been to this fine city, this campus. Um, Southern is uh, laying. What am I seeing here? Where, where am I at here? Texas Southern uh, laying twenty. I can't lay a t. I can't lay twenty points. They only beat Bethune by ten. Give me Texas Southern. Michael Strahan's alma mater plus the twenty. What are you doing here? Yeah, Southern, they're a pretty good team for, you know, being in the swack, but they're not a team that's been out there, you know, really messing teams up and laying it on. So I'm going to take the 20 as well here. I think it's, I think it's a lot, way too many points. Morehead States traveling to San Diego, California. The Toreros uh, hosting Morehead. That's a far trip from Kentucky to California. Toreros are laying seven and a half. I'm locking up the Toreros minus the points. That's too far of a trip. Jet lag, you got the San Diego Zoo there, you're feeding fucking giraffes. You gotta focus on a football game? Get out of here. Alright? What are you doing here? Yeah, so not only is that a far ass trip, but this is Morehead State's third week in a row on the road. So they traveled to play Valpo, then they headed out to Texas to play Tarleton, and now you're going out to San Diego. This team's been all over the place. I'm also gonna lock up San Diego, man. This is a terrible spot for Morehead. And by the way, Jay Scott was talking about how uh, Lindenwood, their plane broke down when they were heading to Charleston. So they got in at 2 a.m. All this information would have been key, would have been key. Uh, but yeah, I think San Diego's the play there. Lock it up. Tarleton State is heading to Central Arkansas. Central Arkansas is laying three. This is another line that I thought they might be off on. I bet you by the time this kicks off, this might be more like 10. Anyway. At three, I will lock up Central Arkansas. Minus the points. This team's for real. Let's go. What are you doing here? Yeah, man. Uh, you know, the Bears are my boys. I'm all about this team. Tarleton, they've been pretty good this year. They've been solid. However, Central Arkansas coming off the bye. When I look at these teams, I see two teams that play pretty similar styles of ball. It's just Central Arkansas is way, way better. This line's off. I'm going to lock it up as well. Woo, let's go. I'm not going to play that song again. We're good. <laughs> it's okay. <man. laughs> uh, let's go. Uh, Presbyterian having a, having a improved season heading to Davidson. <sighs> Davidson is laying 22 and a half points. I cannot do that. This is like the army Navy rule. Davidson more one runs that wishbone. Uh, or that triple option, I should say, not wishbone. But uh, I'll take the points. What are you doing here? Yeah, the other thing for me is uh, after the after the Butler win for Davidson, that was a big win. They're now they're in a sleepy part of the schedule. Valpo last week, Presbyterian this week, Stetson next week, Morehead after that. So this is a sleepy. They could they could hit cruise control kind of until the Dayton game. I'm also going to take the points with Presbyterian. Eastern Kentucky's traveling to Zion National Park there in Utah. It's a far trip. Far trip. EKU is laying uh eight 
points. No, no, no. This Utah tech team is a bit tough. Give me the trailblazers, AKA Dixie state plus eight at Zion. What are you doing here? Yeah. On top of the far trip, which is just a ridiculously far trip, uh, Eastern Kentucky, little look ahead spot. Austin P is on deck plus second leg back to back road trip, far ass road trip. I'm taking the points as well. And folks, remember Northwestern State McNeese is canceled. Northwestern State punted on their season. Obviously, want to send our love and condolences to their player that passed away and everyone there involved with that. It's bummer that the season's canceled um, and we don't have this game. But hey, I don't know. Maybe I'd be the same way. I don't know. Uh, can't judge that scenario until you're in it. So, want to send the best wishes there. Idaho State is in. Sacramento taking on the final game on the slate. Take it on Sac State. Sac State's laying 21 and a half points. I'll end things with a lock. I'm buying in to Idaho State and the culture. Give me the points on the road at the nest. What are you doing here? Yeah, man, I'm all about what Cody Hawkins is doing there. I think he's doing a hell of a job, and uh, people need to pay attention if they aren't already to what he's doing. So I'm going to take the points as well. I'm not going to lock it with you just because. Mm. Sac State, they're in a bounce back spot too. So never really know. But uh yeah, I'm taking the points here. There we go, folks. That's our show. This is the FCS College Football Experience, folks. Uh subscribe. We'll be back in the main studio, I think, next week. So uh or on Monday on the recap show. Uh remember, Saturday morning I go live at eight AM Pacific, eleven o'clock Eastern. Any questions on FCS games, we will answer them on air. FCS and FBS. So check it out. Subscribe to the college football experience on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. Once again, you can watch it, please. If you can hop on over to iTunes, give us a five-star review. We certainly feel like we deserve it. And uh, you know, we're grateful. Uh, Also, if you can check out the college football experience, that's the FBS show. Essentially it's called the college football experience and the college basketball experience. We got a PAC 12 preview coming in just about an hour or so. So uh, 45 minutes, actually the PAC 12 preview will be happening in about 45 minutes. Uh, college basketball season starts November 6th. Well, November 5th for us on the show, every single night, every team, every game covered. Check it out, folks. We love college football. We love college basketball. So check it all out. We also have the college baseball experience. Check that out. That goes in the full swing in February, the big 12 experience. You saw Troy chewing in the tuning in the chat. Uh, make sure you check out the big 12 experience. Um, also check out the sports gambling podcast live from Las Vegas, Nevada, every single Friday night. Uh, so check out on that and, uh, they're live on VEASAN network. That's Brent Musburger's network on YouTube TV. Check it out. And, uh, yeah, looking forward to the future here. Make sure you give Mike a follow on Twitter. Mike Rose, the Gulf coast guru at GCG underscore wins. I think I have this somewhere here. If, uh, the other guys didn't fuck with my banners. Uh, no, I don't anymore. It's been changed. Uh, anyway, Mike's on there. You see him on the bottom line there. So, uh, GCG underscore wins. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D the FCS college football experience is on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. Follow away folks, all that good stuff. And, uh, yeah, everyone have a wonderful weekend and let's make some cash. All right. Until next time. This is the FCS college football experience. You better start thinking about yours. And we are out of here.